0: Welcome to Monday in Westeros. I'm Grandmeister Todd A., and I'm joined by Master of Coin, Taylor Trask. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, Todd. Hello. Our good friend and usual co-host, Emily Kelly Kunin, was uh, called away very quickly and is not able to record the episode with us tonight, so we really miss her and um, wish her well. But we are going to carry on because there was no way we could not talk about that episode yeah yeah um so one thing confirmed from last week which i want to uh, start off with is hbo is not releasing the titles of these episodes until Thank after you. the first broadcast yeah isn't well, that crazy i think uh, we kind of mentioned that last week like we we just weren't sure if that was going on and now absolutely so well yeah.
1: and i uh you know I, I this is the first time i actually watched it through my own hbo account the last two times have been through it's just it's, oh. been, it's been going Otherwise, yeah. so I was actually able to look at it, and I remember looking at the episode title and the little you know, little cue, and nothing was there. It's just like episode three. I'm like, wait, right. what? Do they still not have a title yet? Like, what's going on? But I understand now; it makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. So this one just appeared. It's called Sam Dies. No, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> just just oh, kidding. <laughs> um, where Nightwalker's name or the White
1: Walker King's Night King's name is Sam. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's also Sam. Five uh, show.
0: should we start with our Deadpool from last week
1: <sighs> well let's Which before is such that a let's, downer
0: to start on but
1: before that let's just start with with some just broad reactions um because this is an episode that we have been building towards since scene one episode one yeah. season one totally and you know I was on the fence because I a part of me thought there's only three more after this they kind of need to wrap this white Walker situation up quickly otherwise yeah. there's not gonna be enough time for everything else at the same time i thought man but if they do that god it's it, this episode better be everything and anything because this will be the last time we see the walkers and it's like that you know i i, I don't want to miss them um i'm sure the rest of, of the episode you know the rest of the drama and story to come is going to be intriguing but man once the walkers are gone it's a major element out of the show that has been with it since the since the jump Right? And it's
0: such a weird thing because we've we've talked about as long as we've been doing this um, that uh, like uh, there was always a tension between not I, I think we mentioned in our preview between readers and viewers and viewers mm-hmm. weren't privy to sort of like you know all the thoughts that are happening in the book so I think viewers naturally thought well there's this coming disaster but this Game of Thrones is really intriguing mm-hmm. you know and as a reader I always thought like no people you're good it's like so i we told this in our preview sorry to repeat myself i think i as a reader then viewer thought we were going to wrap up the game of thrones crap first ah. and then have this big epic like you know winter the winds of winter arrive yeah but um but i think we called pretty well like especially because you had you had uh, done some sleuthing on the directors that yeah you know this it was going to be I mean, you're you're dead right. Like (laughs) two episodes of Winterfell building that up (laughs) a huge battle. Uh, Yeah. And this um,
1: was this was the you know, if you like Miguel Sapochnik, as I do, and you think back to his biggest episodes, this was kind of like the greatest hits of Miguel Sapochnik. Like everything that he's ever done, like all his beats that we all love were all combined. We had the epic battle stuff. We had the silent film at the end. Oh my God. So much silence. (laughs) We had twists and turns and like character moments that were just brilliant and like, ah, just the whole thing was just unbelievably compelling. I really, I mean, start to finish.
0: Maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I really felt like I could see him developing his skills even further. Yeah, totally. I felt like, you know, there were moments where I was like, oh, this is like hard home, but so much better. Yeah. And then, yeah. There was, um, I think, there's about 15 minutes of no dialogue yep. near the end because when Bran finally spoke to Theon, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah, right!" <laughs> like I like jumped when I heard a human voice, you know. And yeah. I had to think back, and I think the last word we'd heard was when Daenerys landed the dragon, and Jon shouted, "Bran!" And she's like, "Oh!" Yeah. And that's yeah. And then we just it was just like music and sound effects and stuff for I don't know how long. That was a long time.
1: Yeah, long time. You know, there's another um, the other thing that jumped to mind as a comparison point to this, both in terms of the story, but also the execution. Meaning, um, you know, I've I've heard all kinds of stories, and you can Google all the all the different um, stories from the the production crew about how hard this episode was to shoot and the many many sleepless nights and freezing nights in the cold in Belfast trying to get this thing done. Reminds me a lot of the uh, Battle of Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings. When you watch the behind the scenes of, of Lord of the Rings at you know uh, uh two towers the second one that came out that that uh, Battle of Helms Deep was I mean everybody who was there like they had t-shirts made because it was such a a long just uh, just miserable experience and I think this was basically the same for for obvious reasons and I you know it was a hundred percent worth it they even i don't mm. know if you watched the um I did the little interviews at the end but they said you know like they're like the uh, Benioff and Weiss were just again like thank you you know you did something that money can't buy like your just your tiring effort on this whole thing was like we it wouldn't have happened if you guys hadn't put in the time and the, and the energy and and suffered through it Um and it was I mean from start to finish I was almost like it, it took me about mm, ten minutes before I'm like oh shit this is gonna be everything I wanted Oh um you know by the time Melisandre shows up and she starts her yeah. Her five was like, "Oh, oh man, yeah. this is going to be this is not going to And the only thing that was truly truly worrying was are they going to cut it off and start credits at any point?"
0: Yeah. There were I, at
1: least several moments where I'm like, "Oh shit, don't you dare, don't you dare jump to credits now." Yeah. Oh
0: no. I was definitely checking the 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 like remaining time and then trying to subtract what I thought would be the after the episode thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and going like, okay, well, if it's 20 minutes after the episode, then this is going to end any second, but it's probably only going to be like 10. So I didn't want
1: to look. I was thinking about that, but I'm like, if I start looking, I'm going to look every 30 seconds and I can't do that. I just have to surrender and just whatever it is, it is. Yeah. And by the well, time they started the the silent movie, I'm like, yeah. oh, and I realized kind of what they were doing. They're like, they're basically yeah. doing the the whole burning of the sept, but just, you know, yeah. not, not in terms of the, of the, the story, but just the execution of it, like the delivery of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, same well, kind of thing. I, I wanted to jump in with a point, point you made, which was, I, I'm glad you brought up Helm's deep because I did at the beginning think I, I didn't, I didn't immediately relate it to Helm's deep. I was actually thinking of like Avengers movies where we see mm. a bunch of mindless, you know, Chitari or, or whatever it was in infinity war, you know? Yeah. And um, I was, I, it was on my mind of like, how are they going to differentiate this Or is that just our new standard for, you know, dramatic battles? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think, uh, I I don't know. I I guess I should just put that to you as a question. Like, do you think this was differentiated enough from these huge CGI battles that we're now used to? Yes. And what what do you think differentiated it?
1: uh, The fact that they used a lot of real actors to play the zombies. Okay. That's a good point. You could see – I mean there was obviously a lot of CG, but the, where it really counted, where that camera got nice and close, yeah. there was a real person behind that makeup um, yeah. moving through. And then, in fact, in a lot of those cases – I mean there was – the extras on this sh- on this episode alone must have just been in the uh, hundreds. Um, there was just so many on both sides, oh, yeah. both on the Stark side but also on the, on the White Walker side, just these you know, amazing – and the way they move – remember back to Hardhome, how – how just the onslaught of that oncoming storm, just how scary that was and how just oh, yeah. visceral and violent those things moved. again, that that's, you have to have a human being doing that at yeah. least in the, in the front lines, you, you can CGI behind him a little bit, but that, that needs to be a real person a real performance. Well, I that think was, what
0: I keep wishing for in some, and I, I'll, I'll get to how I think this differentiated in a minute, but I, I think what I do keep wishing for is, I mean, I don't want to see, uh, obviously it's not dramatic to like to watch a group plan their strategy and then have the strategy go perfectly correct. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) no battle plan survives first contact with the enemy, that kind of thing. But I do dislike some kind of false tension where, um, and it's funny because you'd made a comment in our last episode uh, or maybe it was off air um, about, you know, Wanting this to be what you could imagine it to be, or something, and not, not wanting to be able to imagine a better resolution. Not wanting to it.
1: write an, a better episode or a better movie while it's going on. That's that to and, me is the worst feeling in the world when you're where you start, your mind starts to drift, and you start to imagine a better version of what you're watching.
0: And to me, uh, I, I just there were just parts where I where I, uh, I thought it was better than some of their other battles, where it seemed like, hey, your strategy is at least mostly in place, but. Um, there were definitely some parts where I, I found myself out thinking stuff and mm. not not in like that, not to that extreme, like I could write this better or something just frustrated. Like, hey, if I could think of this, <laughs> how come Davos couldn't think of this? You know, like, <laughs> give me The moment like like when the when they finally light the trench, Melisandre mm-hmm. pulls that off mm-hmm. and then all the whites uh, stop moving. And I was like, just start picking them off. Like, yeah. Why, why yeah. are you not picking them off? I don't you know, you know, they're going to get through this. And, like, nobody came back from the Magnificent Seven episode and went, hey, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all going to stand still until they determine a point of weakness. And then they're <laughs> all going to pour in. And, like, that thing just frustrated me. Or the fact that, um, that they charged in at the beginning. I was like, I don't understand this. You've oh, got barricades. You. Why don't yeah. you put the barricades, like, farther out and light them on fire first yeah. because I know you know they're inevitable, but you also know they won't attack fire. I don't. Well, I don't get it. You know, the, like
1: uh, uh, two points on that. So one, I actually got so caught up in the action and in the tension of the moment cool. that I wasn't thinking. Oh yeah, remember at uh, remember at the Magnificent Seven uh, yeah. uh, section, like like that just wasn't going through my mind. And it seems like all those people who would have been able to shout that out were. Um, you predisposed, there, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I, I get it, but at the same time, I wrote a note down in that ri- before the battle really began, and they did the kind of big wide pullback. I just wrote down these guys are definitely prepared; like they had everything they could possibly have done. Yeah, yeah, you know, That's everybody so was equipped with a, a piece of, of weaponry that was you know, relevant. You know, they but had all this stuff there. It's like, what else could they have done to prepare I, for this thing?
0: I did think they were behind the spikes, like when there was like one shot in in the last episode, I guess of them setting all that up and, and where the horses are lining up and all the infantry. And then I, there was some establishing shot in this episode where I was like, wait, that, that spike row is like 10 feet from the wall. Mm-hmm. Like that should be way <laughs> farther out there. Like that should have been out there. As soon as the whites come charging, you light it lighted on fire. And then you're all standing behind it, waiting to kill the ones that break through. And then yeah. once it breaks through, I mean, not to try to like uh, meta game this whole thing, but there's a lot of effort being used to fight. Like they're basically fighting them with kryptonite. So mm. don't fight them in normal melee conditions. Don't like try to punch them, just yeah, stab uh, them constantly. Yeah. I, I didn't really get that, I, but mm. I do think that the episode delivered on everything. Um, I, I mean, I do. I, I know some of that frustration is, is baked into, drive your uh to make you anxious as a viewer like how are they going to resolve all this tension
1: that worked on me for sure yeah for sure Uh, Uh, yeah exactly the guy that's like well this could have been better like this could have been smarter usually i am that guy for some reason i just surrendered a hundred percent well that's cool that's and i think it was because right in the beginning i two things out of out of the gate and we're not going to go through this play by play but i just want to highlight a couple things in the beginning one I immediately had to turn my TV settings to be brighter because me I could too. not see a goddamn thing.
0: Great. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All, I, I, just, I put it like a little bit higher and then just cranked it about yeah, two minutes later.
1: Yeah, I had to. I was just like, I can't. Like, I mean, I had to go to the highest sports setting yeah. that I've never touched that's always like too yeah. bright. And because I, I immediately noticed and I'm like, what's he doing? Is he going to the stair? And so, and I saw them what I thought was wheeling Bran out, and then I had to rewind mind to go okay that is brand- yeah i need to keep this up higher this yeah is yeah gonna be too dark so that was obvious but what really hooked me was when melisandra shows up yeah because they're all there they're all ready to go it's in you know you see sort of this just pitch black darkness in the distance and you see this lone rider roll up for a hot second i thought it was Benjamin stark don't ask me why <laughs> i'm like well maybe no, it's Benjamin he's like an emissary now or something I think who knows you can
0: be forgiven for that yeah i i didn't think Benjamin. that's funny it didn't jump to my mind but i did think emissary and mm-hmm. my mind was going through like I, I was thinking Night's Watch. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. yeah. but
1: just somebody that they're sending forward to basically like you know be like that guy from Lord of the Rings at the end he's like, my Lord Sauron bids thee welcome. You know, that weird guy with the effed up helmet head looking thing. I thought it was kind of like one of those things, speaking mm. for the Night King. Um, so when it was Melisandra, I'm like, whoa, hey, where were you this whole time? How are you riding in from the direction that the White Walkers were? Like what, how did this all happen? None of that mattered after she started praying over the swords. Oh yeah. And I think from that moment, that was the magic trick that just sucked me right in and I did not stop. Glue. I mean, I was glued to that screen until the very last moment, and it was when she was praying over those swords, and you could see like the the main guy. She was, you know, the main sword she was holding on to, like just his eyes, like yeah. And I say I bring this up because I was waiting for like I'm like, who's going to give the big speech, right? There's always yeah, yeah. the, you know, the Theoden speech. I was like, maybe it's Jorah. Like that would be awesome, like hearing that that oh, voice man. say. And I didn't. And then all of a sudden, Melisandre shows up, and she didn't even have to like her speech was her prayer, and then all those swords lighting on fire, yeah. in, you know, in sequence. That and was outstanding
0: <laughs> that cut to sansa and aria's pov was so perfect yeah like just when you you know it's like you you see what's happening and then to, to spin the point of view around and watch it like ripple across the whole battlefield oh, is beautiful. really exciting can i so yeah again not to like meta metagame this or like think about strategy or something but i do think there's a <laughs> a cultural point that i'm sure other people will describe better than i can oh, but I that is that all the brown people yep. that they brought to Westeros are basically sacrificed to an army literally called the whites. <laughs> and i I mean, and in the and yep. then what what shocked me even more, I guess, I, I guess that that I just noted in a, like, kind of cultural critic kind of way. I'm yeah. like, well, that's, well, they've that's been ch- convenient that they killed but, all the brown people right away. But they've been, they've been leading into it, though, the little looks and glances and sort of, like, you know, sort sure. of
1: underlying racism this whole time. So it made it even more sort of like, wait a second. And their <laughs>
0: queen just keeps getting whiter and whiter. Like, there was a time <laughs> where Daenerys looked pretty tan and was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of roughed up enough that she – looked like one of them like had lived a hard scrabble life in the desert Mm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but as she got to westeros they all sort of appear the same Mm -hmm. uh definitely like they're the savages and she has become this queen anyway not to belabor that point all i thought the thing that like that just kind of stuck in my mind and then in the after the episode thing whichever one benioff or weiss basically acknowledges that a, mm. and I shouldn't even I use that. that word basically he says well it's basically the end of the dothraki like he just mm. announces it oh but he doesn't put
1: it in racial terms or anything
0: like no, that no 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 but he's acknowledging like yeah we just wiped out the dothraki all right so that and- is
1: that was shocking a in the fact that i'm going to go i'm tie this back to your point of why in the hell would you just charge your horses into the unknown they, they don't know what's out there like they don't and yeah it was impressive i mean it if it was in service of that shot of all those flaming swords and then yeah the catapults you know sh- launching flaming boulders like that was a killer shot yeah that was amazing and yeah and and it did it, it did its job it gave me hope like oh my god they might do this yeah. like this is which is exactly what it was designed to do but then yeah exactly as all those swords just started going out i'm like you idiots Well, I just
0: don't, like, it's, uh, yeah, again, uh, not to metagame it, because I was very satisfied with the episode itself, but just, uh, your enemy is nothing if not predictable. Yeah, yeah. So, you're you're the ones that can outthink them, you know? Like, don't, yeah, don't charge your fucking horses into them. Now, I thought the, so two things happened there. One was that um, that had to be the first contact with the enemy to show that, like, their battle plan falls apart, because that's Mm -hmm. when Daenerys sees the dothraki get decimated and she gets on her dragon you know and that's what they benioff and weiss uh uh, you know explain at the end too they're like yeah we had you know that's the point where she can't just sit still and obey the plan but i really loved the storm rolling in like the the literal winds of winter overtaking them i thought was a thing they could never have predicted
1: I didn't predict it. Now, is that something oh, never, that the I never walkers would've. can control? Because that no. happened at Hardhome. And I didn't know if that was just a natural occurrence of them all running down the hill. or if Yeah, that's like I a... thought
0: it, at Hardhome it just looked like an effect of whatever was happening. And this looked like, no, 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 this was strategic. you know.
1: Yeah, but were those like other generals who were back, were they the ones that were controlling it, do you think?
0: I, I guess. I actually thought it was just the Night King. Like as he flew in, he was bringing it with him. Oh, that could be. Um, but I really liked that. You know, now we go to the fog of battle, like -hmm. literally, and, you know, how how that's going to happen. I really liked the whole dragon fight. I mean, oh,
1: the dragon fight was amazing. And I like that it wasn't so easy. Um, Because that whole time I was thinking, I read that article that we had sort of briefly talked about offline. uh, So, so, Quick quick update, there was in the interim in the last week, an article came out that made a really convincing argument that the Night King possibly was avoiding all of this and he was going straight to King's Landing with more army. And I thought about that, I'm like, man, that's a great idea. But then I thought harder. And I was like, wait a second, what use does he have with King's Landing if he can't have Bran? That seems too tempting of a, of a prize. So my guess is he is going to be there. But then when he didn't show up for the longest time, I'm like, man, maybe he did. And then then, of course... They go up into those, you know, the, through the clouds, through the storm, and you you get your first glimpse of him on,
0: yeah. um, Whichever Drake, what's what's his dragon? I, I can't even remember. I, I think it's Viserion, but I'm not even sure. Or it's, I think it is. It's not uh, uh, Drogon. It's she either rides Drogon. Yeah. It's either Rigel or Viserion. I, I think it's Viserion. I, um, the I I yeah, I actually really like that a lot more. And just what you said, I like that it wasn't easy you know mm-hmm. and it um it had a bunch of I, the other thing that i found myself uh appreciating sort of like <laughs> two minutes after it would happen was not really knowing which dragon was which like in the moment yeah. I was like, oh that's so frustrating i wish one of them were like clearly blue but mm-hmm. then afterwards i thought oh actually i don't know who survived that yeah um, when it,
1: the one started getting its face ripped off i thought that was john's dragon i'm like oh yeah no. yeah, yeah. yeah Man, i had a was... moment
0: of that and then it was like right after that cut i think we see the blue flame or something and yeah uh, but um, yeah, just a note. I mean, I don't know that, w- w- not to sidebar too much, but when Daenerys lands her dragon, that also frustrated the shit out of me. Which time? Well, this, like when it gets overrun with the dead. Oh, you
1: mean after after she saves John or whatever? Like I was shouting yeah.
0: at my screen instantly. Like before I saw the dead running at her, I was like, get back in the air, get yeah, in the yeah. air. Well,
1: and I mean, even when the dead are clinging to her dragon,
0: she's like, what, huh? What? Ugh. Like, get the. F out of there. I, and then doing? when she falls off or gets pulled off or whatever, I I had that whole flash of like, I, which I kept having for every character through that, was like, is this the end? Is this, yeah. is this how they yeah. are going out? And because uh, another great note, uh, when Liana Mormont is so easily grabbed by that yeah. giant and drops her axe, I was like, fuck you don't let her go out like that I was <laughs> yeah, again same. shouting at my screen same. but turned out to be like a really satisfying moment of of as they pointed out in the after credits like the littlest person you know killing, killing the biggest, biggest white yeah. yeah well let's
1: talk about the most satisfying moment that again <sighs> I did not see coming. They did. They did the magic trick so perfectly. They misdirected me so that I, you know, I knew Aria was somewhere, but it never occurred to me she would be in the garden. Um, and but we'll get back to her in a second because she had so many badass moments in this episode. Like, she, oh, yeah, she and Melisandre were the MVPs for sure. Yeah. Oh, but you know, that wait, moment. Well, with that wait, moment.
0: Wait. Yeah.
1: Where yeah. You see, I mean, it's all slow motion and it's like at any time you're like, fuck, the credits are going to start rolling at any time. Oh, that's
0: totally, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking.
1: I'm just like, no, God. And so I'm sitting there constantly like, you know, waiting with bated breath. Like, what's going to happen? Oh, no, the credits are going to start. What's going to happen? Oh, no, the credits are going to start any minute. Don't get attached to this. You know, get ready to be angry because the credits are going to start. And then you see one of the White Walker's general's hair, like kind of a bit, you know, bill in the wind, like Superman's coming or something. And then – It was the way they lit it was perfect. With her literally falling out of the shadows, ready to stab him, and then drops the knife and gets it right into the area where the children made him. You know, put the dragon glass in the night king's stomach.
0: Like just that whole sequence, such an amazing echo of the fight she had with Brienne when she drops the knife. Do you (gasps) you remember that? She does the same move, right? And it's funny because in our preview, I I think I told you like oh I've watched that fight between Brienne and Arya like ten times in the off season, yeah. and yeah she like it's like Brienne it looks like Brienne has the upper hand and Arya drops the dagger and she's holding it underneath her oh, and that's, that's like beautiful. the moment where they both smile like wow, and um yeah to have her use that same move and honestly what I am mean, not that anyone listening to this would know but what delayed uh, you and I beginning our actual recording was that I was going back to Reddit. To find that original outline, and I told you like, oh, I just fell down this black hole on Reddit, and it was because I was going to George R. R. Martin's like 1993 outline because I knew there was a the plot of that was that John and Tyrion and Arya were gonna have a love triangle, and <laughs> so in my head I was like, oh, does that outline actually reveal that she is Azora High? Oh shit! And it it did not, it, not that I could find. But um, is she?
1: But like, is she? Yes. Is she- I mean I mean yes she kills the night king but she doesn't wield a flaming sword or anything she wields a
0: I no the uh I don't think that was ever really part of That was uh, the
1: legend the legend of the original Azor Ahai was that he uh, the no, I, warrior who who had the flaming sword I don't and think, that he would well, come or again maybe
0: in the legend he had a flaming sword but Melisandre was basically using a trick to talk about this sword called lightbringer but I don't know that that's mm literally what was i don't think the prophecy was about like a sword call i think that was kind of a, a fake so but who did
1: okay what did she what did Arya stab the night king with
0: the valyrian dagger that stabbed bran that she, stabbed
1: bran okay so it yeah. wasn't sting or whatever her little sword is
0: no um, that John gave needle. It was <laughs> needle. Needle, sorry. <laughs> that's the I, Lord like, of I did a moment of like, yeah, Sting. I know that sword.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's Bilbo. That's a Frodo's sword. No, it, but this the 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 dagger that killed who? Sorry, I'm trying
0: to. Oh, so Littlefinger had a Valyrian steel dagger that he gave to a criminal to stab, uh, uh, to to kill Bran after Bran had been pushed out the window. And they planted
1: uh, it on Tyrion. Yeah, yeah. so because- Catelyn was
0: carried that around. And someone told her that it was Tyrion's, and it turned out to be Littlefinger's. That's the same Valyrian steel dagger that she killed Littlefinger with. <gasps>
1: That's right. Um,
0: okay. And the one that, like, when Brienne meets her in the courtyard, she says, "Nice sword and very nice dagger." <laughs> That's the one she's talking about. That God. was my so, dead-on Brienne impression.
1: It was pretty good. I is this how you thought? I mean, it, it, they did such a great job of stringing you along. Like, I oh, did yeah. not know. I mean, like, I thought I was really thinking, like, "Oh shit." they're going to turn brand and then credits are going to start going. Like, that's where this was headed. I'm like, Oh, I really thought
0: that too. No. And, uh, when the, I'll tell you what was weird was when the night King reached for his sword, Mm -hmm. I was confused because I, I mean, not that I thought like I I, like predicted it perfectly, but I thought there's going to be some other way to turn brand. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't think it would involve a weapon. So that was (laughs) like, that was like the, the moment where I was like, huh. You know, well, and I maybe- didn't, nothing like, I, it's not, I'm not, I'm not clairvoyant or anything. I wasn't like, Oh, he's about to get attacked. It was just like a moment of what's happening. Like why the sword? And then right at that second, you know, <laughs>
1: so good out of the shadows. Because yeah, even man. John,
0: I, I love that John gets boxed in by that dragon. And mm-hmm. even in the moment where I was like, just run under the dragon, dumbass, uh, <laughs> yelling at the screen. Which I did more of in this episode, I think than I ever. Oh, have. I,
1: my poor uh, wife was out in the living room, like listening. To <laughs> the
0: screen. There was so one I, moment. There was I just one moment see where John I, fighting his way through that. That's well, what, there was that's
1: one it. moment where I thought I did kind of write a better scene in my head. I'm glad it didn't work out because it would have it would have taken away the agency from Arya. But I did think for a hot second when the Night King was raising that new army, between that new you know group between he and John that. Daenerys was going to just blast fire across that entire thing. And Jon was going to run through it. And because it's Targaryen Uh, or half Targaryen, he would survive. And I
0: did did think we were going to find out that he was uh, immune to blue fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even think about Daenerys. That would have been amazing if like, burns all of his clothes off and, yeah, and he's, he's just running, running naked, naked <laughs> just screaming with this flaming blade but then so, daenerys
1: would know but then daenerys would know he's like i mean almost yeah. in her mind she's like well he says it's targaryen let's find out you know and she blasts the the <laughs> battlefield not for that purpose but you know thinking that well he said he was maybe this will work and then he is and she's like oh shit he is one although so we would get have all been this like information s- revealed such
0: a great moment of levity if she was like well let's see if he's really a targaryen <laughs> let's find out <Dracarys. laughs> Yeah, I yeah. was also um uh oh shit, I forgot my point. But I was I was also shouting Drakkar at my screen a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um and uh unrelated to anything except that this happened, I had just <laughs> strangely enough been um uh in my <laughs> D&D studying <laughs> was looking at some monster uh that was like a fire monster and in my head i was like yeah, yeah so i guess the way to like kill it is to you know have some ice weapon or something and then i, I this is in the monster manual i read like oh it's invulnerable to fire and ice mm-hmm. and so in this moment of like when she's staring down the night king and says dracarys and then it like takes too long i was like oh fuck <laughs> yep <laughs> yep he too is playing by D and D rules.
1: Yeah, I knew that wasn't going to work. I mean, it was a it was a valiant was attempt. Way too to obvious. Yeah, like, like he's not going to be gone from all this. He'll be just sitting there smiling the whole time. Yeah. Do you think? Okay, so biggest frustration. I mean, I love this entire this episode. I need to watch. I can't wait to rewatch this season so that the last week's episode, you know, is right before this one, and you get that sense of continuity where like that hour of just silence and tension, you know, happens, and then this. I think it'll even be more powerful. Without that week in between of having to wait. The only thing that really bothered me was where the hell does Bran go? Like, what does he work into those crows for? What is he doing? He's he's out of commission for so long. Like, what is he up to? It's never really revealed. I thought he was trying yeah. to maybe he's warging into a bunch of of, of whites, or maybe he's you know, what is he maybe he's gonna warg into Vesarian and you know take him, take control of him again. And never seems to be clear. He just goes into those crows, they fly up to the the you know, where the night king is, and that's the last we see of that. Yeah, So he
0: comes back. I mean, I did love the shot, the blurry shot through the the crow's eye of the night king reaching out towards bran Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah that was cool Um,
0: but i don't think when he does that it is merely working you know like the way that other like skinwalkers can do they can like uh they they can just you know like bran could do that that's what he was doing with his wolf whatever her name was um or his name um <clears throat> summer what was his wolf's name i don't remember lazy boy or something <laughs> that was that was rick on Hunt. rick on <laughs> the one that had the dumb <laughs> name um what was <laughs> <laughs> i'll look at him anyway, keep going though. yeah yeah but uh i i don't think when he does the ravens that's what he's doing there's some what is he up to though like, what's Three-eyed the- raven thing of summer i, I mean it's, I, it's it's way far too easy to thank you uh to draw a comparison to infinity war uh, since that end game is on both of our minds since we just watched that. But um, I did think that in the last couple of episodes that he is the doctor strange of this. And he has already looked ahead through the 14 Mm. million, you know, 968 possibilities and determined the one where they win.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I think when he went up in the Ravens, it was like, he's just going to watch the battle. Okay. That's how he, and so he's going to know the time. Like he comes right back in when he knows that um, the the Nordic metal band has arrived <laughs> to set fire to his church. It's um, <laughs> exactly what it was. Like they part, like that
1: group parts, and Theon looks down the the little alleyway, and then yeah, I all know. those all those Walker generals who've been, who've been completely worthless until this moment. They all sort yeah. of gather.
0: It's like, hey, here we are. <laughs> There's that other shot of them. Uh, it's it's part of their long walk towards Bran, where it's like. <laughs> like smoke <laughs> rising off the field where they all start to line up because the Night King has just walked in. And um that's the one where I was like, oh man, here comes mayhem <laughs> set fire to some churches
1: oh i was thinking when that when that exact scene happens i'm like oh fuck here come the credits here they come oh, here they come credits are
0: coming because you and weren't watching the time i was like we have 30 minutes left what uh, i was i thought
1: I, I i looked at the full episode time ahead of time i'm like okay it's yeah. like a, it's one thirty. shoot they may be there may be 15 20 minutes of like behind the scenes afterwards so who knows um but yeah you're right it's usually about five minutes which is which is good. I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be watching the clock. It was just gonna be too oh, distracting.
0: It was, it was, that is seriously, uh, aggravating. We've brought this up on our other podcast, uh, panelism. When we talk about reading books on Kindle or comiXology, because that after the show thing is like when you're in your Kindle book and it says, you know, you got 20% left and then you find out it's all just footnotes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a book suddenly ends and you're like, what the, yeah. um, I wish they wouldn't tack that on. Like I wish that were a separate thing to watch.
1: Oh yeah. A separate (laughs) video that pops up. Yeah. That'd be great. Just
0: so I could watch how it's counting down. And I'm like, no, there's only five minutes. Well,
1: with that said, I think we should go and uh, I had texted you earlier today saying, you know, regardless of what the episode is, we should spend time honoring the dead, assuming that there's going to be a lot of them. And in this case,
0: there was there was there were, but not uh, I really thought we were going to see more major players go down.
1: I did, too. I thought at least one more major player, meaning like John, Daenerys, Tyrion, Sansa, Arya. I had Arya. I I wouldn't even that.
0: Yeah, you did. I wouldn't even thought that high, but I thought Brienne or Jaime. Mm. I mean, even pod made it, you know? Yeah. Pod like, was
1: surprising. The
0: three of them against the wall at the end was uh, like, really like it was a relief mm. because I think, I think whenever one of them, you know, ultimately dies, we're going to have to, they're going to have to have a moment where we absorb it, you know? Well, so here's the
1: question. did Gendry live?
0: I don't know. We did not see him.
1: So big question mark is over Gendry, Sam, because it's not clear yeah. if Sam's alive or dead. Yeah. Um, Wolf, or sorry, not Wolf. Jesus Ghost. Christ, Ghost.
0: Yeah, Ghost <laughs> didn't do anything. The, the initial run in, but I mean, I think he's dead.
1: Yeah, I mean, he ran in, and then we didn't see him come back. We saw Jorah come back, but not Ghost. Yeah, which exactly. that was a cool moment. To see Ghost riding alongside Jorah. That was pretty pretty yeah. awesome to see. um But yeah, big question mark over Sam, over Gendry, over um uh, not Grey Worm. He's gone,
0: right? What about I Tormund? think Grey Worm's dead. Um, I think I saw Tormund go down, but I'm not sure. That's a big um, question mark
1: too. You yeah. think though, with Tormund, there would have been? I mean, I what? was convinced he was going to go this episode, but we—if we didn't see it with all of his agency know, as a character, it's like we exactly. needed a, some moment.
0: So, uh, yeah, let's. I wrote down the Deadpool from last week, and you had Bran. Uh, so we know he's alive. Gray Worm, as you just said, we mm-hmm. figure he's gone. Sir gone. Theon, gone, gone. gone. Gilly. I think we <laughs> saw mark. Gilly at the end in the huddle but Mm. I'm not totally sure. Like, yeah, there were a couple of women that, that got eaten. Plus a shout out to um, our our usual co-host Emily, because she called that crypt scene last week. Like she said, there's dead in the crypt, you know? Yeah. Um, Aria was on your list. uh, And that was it. boy. I'm so glad that she made it. Oh, man. Especially when they were giving her her so much time in the library. I was like, Oh fuck. Well, and
1: I liked it too. I mean, like she had this, she had this wonderful, like Jedi, moment with her her custom weapon that was just badass you know where she's just like ripping through them all like oh my god make put her in the next star wars movie immediately like her and she can fight darth maul you know that'd be amazing but no that (laughs) followed by the library scene where you know she becomes a scared little girl again was quite a change and then melisandra giving her that pep talk of like what do we say to the god of death you know like not today well
0: oh I don't know, even know if that was a pep talk as much as the uh, that was the command. Yeah, like yeah. you are Azora. I loved that she didn't have to say you're the prince that was promised or any garbage like that. Like just just to say something that only Arya would understand.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you from, you will from kill the first you will season. you would close many eyes. You know, brown, green, green and blue. blue. I was like, God, I forgot about that whole thing.
0: Yeah, that um, whole uh,
1: exchange between them
0: on uh emily's list was uh jamie mm-hmm. uh still alive uh theon and then i think this was a big gratuitous emily she said miss sandy
1: oh yeah <laughs> and well, Gilla- I can and yeah
0: <laughs> you guys really <laughs> wanted the love of sam's life <laughs> to yeah man i just terrible i never death.
1: understood Gilly's um, character i so do have an
0: update for you which is that the title of this episode is the long night
1: no, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and it has the worst description ever.
1: Oh, go uh, ahead. Read it.
0: Let's Aria it. looks to prove her worth as a fighter. <laughs> yeah, that sums up the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Like, it poorly points out that she will be a major character in the episode and completely <sighs> ignores the actual thrust of the episode. Like, the wow. dead are at Winterfell, period. That's, That's it. All That's all you need to say. That's
1: yeah. all. The like, long night
0: is upon us. Something like that. Like, it's it's here. Why Winter is hell? here. That's a good. Who one. at HBO
1: is writing these? Like you know, so what's some departments like? You know, we need to write the description for this tonight. How about you? Did do it, we Gerald? T-
0: did we talk last week on air about a few years ago? Um, in season five, Direct TV was showing the synopsis of the episode like four weeks in advance oh you'd mentioned
1: i remember talking about this yes <laughs> like i had no, a friend was who upsetting. was like
0: it was like you know episode one or whatever john snow is brought back to life blah 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 and this is like weeks before the season yeah. started and he was like what the fuck man yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i remember i remember there being a bunch of outrage and direct tv had issued an apology yeah. and it was like this whole thing
0: oh my gosh oh, yeah i yeah are there any other Character moments that you want to pull out. I mean, I, oh, I got to say, Sansa going into the crypt, at the echo of when Cersei made all of them hide during the Battle of Blackwater oh, was wow, so I for- perfect.
1: I've forgotten about all that. Uh, and
0: continue. that long moment between her and uh, a Tyrion, and actually, I love that there were two of them. I love that there was the one speaking, and then the one where there was just unspoken. And she pulls out the dragon glass, and he pulls out his dagger, and mm-hmm. you know. But that other one where she was like, "You were the best of the bunch." That was oh man, I got all Tyrion. I was like, "Am I hoping they get back together?" We oh, they, they won't. <laughs> no,
1: they won't. It's 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 nice so that they have this sort of very very uh, mutually earned. Yeah, uh, sort of agency that they've built up over these seasons, where they've both taken their dire situations and have made something out of them that's better than it could have ever been otherwise. And it's it's just commendable to see these two characters like having suffered through all this, like backstabbing and a lot of it at the hands of of Cersei herself, um, just you know th- making their lives miserable. They've come out the other side, and now they've survived the long night.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, so let's go
1: through. Let's honor the dead as we should. This is a, this is our New Orleans funeral. Um, we're going to give a <laughs> give a little highlight, and I'm going to go in order of, of them going down, and if I miss anybody along the way, uh, okay. let me know. Um, let's start with, uh, I never remember his name, but in this case, I asked you beforehand, his name is Ed, leader of the Night's yeah. Watch, friend of Jon Snow and Sam, um, hell of a guy. This is, you know... It was going to happen in this episode, or not at all. So yeah,
0: Ed, we we hardly knew you and your terrible, like you know, B grade uh, hair metal band that it yeah. looked like you obviously fronted.
1: And he died saving Sam, which I'm conflicted about. Oh my god! Part of it's like he told him to get the he, he was the ones like, dude, don't don't be up here. Like, I get out of here. That.
0: Well, actually, I think when he when he shows up on the front line of the battle, he was like about fucking time. But well,
1: no, oh, but before that, though, but right before like, that, when he's like, Get up,
0: Sam, that was so frustrating.
1: No, but even before that, like last week, last he's like, week got gotcha. you right, he's, right. like, he's like, Look, I'm the one that killed the first white walker. Like, what yeah. do you
0: mean? Um, I did hate that too because I because Sam is not a coward, and this that was an unfortunate echo of the fist of the first men, where mm, and yeah, and it's a thing we've talked about before, which drove me crazy during that season, which was in the books, Sam gets the Ravens off in time. Mm-hmm. and instead in the show uh g or mormont it, like uses that moment to like castigate sam for not getting the ravens off in time he had one job tarly mm-hmm. and that's so frustrating it's like no this dude does his job so yeah. ed
1: ed will miss ed you bites it. yeah yeah good luck for you uh gray worm i'm just gonna i you, we don't I th- see I it gone. happen but he's i mean he was there in the front lines like he they had, they kept flashing to him seeing his own death in front of him i i'm sure he's gone um you know, Grey Worms had a lot of badass moments. But his moment, I think his badass moment in this episode was when he called out to the Unsullied, like, stand your ground, protect the keep. That was just a beautiful a beautiful yeah. moment to see. You know, he he died yeah, like I, a hero.
0: I feel like he had a lot of good moments in this. I mean, he, the character, didn't, like, we didn't see the actor, you know, saying things or, like, acting besides just being in a fight. But mm-hmm. the character, I felt, was, like, showed his leadership and, you know, i i like that i like seeing the generals you know that's kind of how i yeah it felt like even like the hound and stuff like when the unsullied uh march out to protect melisandra and then seeing like you know barrick and the hound on the outside of that fighting off mm-hmm. uh the dead i i was like wow this is cool like the generals are protecting the troops who are protecting the the witch you know
1: well and they were all in a lot of those generals were at the um the uh, battle North of the wall or the yeah. magnificent seven you know, episodes. So they have all, they all know exactly what they're in. You know, they, they realize what will happen if they're not all actively engaged in this thing. Yeah. Um, let's give the big, biggest shout out probably to uh, little lady, Leanna Oh man. And, you know, and, and I, somebody called this long ago. I remember going on io nine after she was introduced. Uh, I think it was the right after that first episode, somebody on io nine said, Mark my words. <laughs> this this crazy bitch is going to kill a giant before this is all said and done. And sure enough, um, she just, you know, I was afraid it they, they was just going to crush her. So when she actually yeah. whipped out that dagger and right into the eye, I was like, oh, thank God. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And thank God, too, that we didn't actually get to see her. I mean, we saw her turn, but not be you yeah. know, an active fighter in, for the Night King.
0: Yeah. Although I did, a part of me was like, oh, man. <laughs> she gets to be a white walker this is going to be so badass
1: well i was thinking maybe she's going to fight jorah you know at that point she's going to come out like jorah yeah yeah. i love the
0: in the after the episode benioff and weiss talked about how she was originally just supposed to be a one episode character character, yeah and the way they put it was like and then we met bella ramsey and we were like oh no
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're doing a
0: disservice
1: that actress willed that character into existence that's amazing It's, an and AD AD it's perfect.
0: It's such a perfect like northerner character for the show. And we're
1: gonna miss. I mean, so this this means that with Jorah gone and her gone, Bear Island does not have a Mormont in charge unless there's some like blesser family member that we don't know about. But I you know that's yeah, that's an interesting note. And Jorah even told her, he's like, You are the 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 next line of this family, you can't fight. She's like, I'll do what I want. Yeah, and so now they're all gone. Bear Island is without a out a protector, yeah. Um, I, I do wish
0: we'd seen her kick a couple of asses, like yeah. before the giant came in. I mean, I love seeing her yell orders because she certainly has the voice to do that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I do wish she had gotten a couple of licks in before the giant came through. Just to but,
1: show us, just to show us, you know, she is worthy of all this. Yeah, bluster. not
0: not scared. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Beric and Darian, hero's death, but he's died before, so <sighs> it didn't seem a, it was kind of anticlimactic. But he did. But he it went amazing, out. Yeah.
0: He went out like a boss. I, it was great, to, I mean, it's such a weird little thing. But it was great that they actually got him into the room with Melisandre. And the yeah. House. Like, if they had just left him in the hallway, I, I, you know, it's that no man left behind kind of thing of, like, I, I loved the shot of him literally holding onto the walls to, like, you know, prevent the dead from getting around him. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take all these hits until they get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but then it, it was, I, I think, fitting that they we able to pull him in just to have that last moment there. And
1: well, and he was uh, his, is, is his destiny. I mean, it's, it's many things, but is his final destiny to protect the prince that was promised. Protect us, Yeah. to protect Azura High till, you know, till that moment. It seems like that was what she, Melisandre was getting
0: at. I, yes, I, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back and watch because the other thing was I, you know, there's a moment when the red, when Melisandre shows up and Aria spots her, and in my brain i'm like wait where have they met before i know they've met before i got to go back and watch that episode where she shows up to the is it the brotherhood without banners yep when she, they, that's when where she take takes Gendry. Gendry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because I, I wonder if she says something to barrick about his destiny at that moment oh so that's what point. i that's what i want to know um but yeah
1: um next on the list sir jorah mormont himself uh, man what
0: a I- dude <laughs>
1: Well, he he went out like a boss too, man. He I know. was protect, a- protecting his queen to the bitter end. He was uh, – it was a lot like Barristan Selmy's death where he just was stabbed uh, multiple times yeah. by all those guys. Like it was just you – know, he went down just as, you know, till the bitter end. Just he kept getting back up again, kept getting back up. Even that yeah. moment when Danny – um, You know, he, he protects Danny again from some oncoming white and he falls and she's swatting around and he gets back up and she's like, yeah. <gasps> like she, her face is just like, wow, he's still, he's still yeah. at it. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, he,
0: yeah. That was, uh, I don't know. I thought that was, I thought he did have a good episode, you know, like that was, yeah.
1: And I like that they're not giving these guys long, protracted like Trinity and the Matrix monologues where it's just goes on and on and on. <laughs> I like that was the my- I just like that it's it's very real. It's like that's you know, if a dude had been stabbed that many times, he really wouldn't have much to say. He'd just be yeah. There uh the you know, Jorah Mormont has been through so much. It is interesting. I'm I'm curious now who does Daenerys have she lost Grey Worm, she's lost Jorah. Nobody's really as you know there as her protector except for Jon Snow. So he's kind of Jon is the new Jorah. Um that yep. opens up that, that slot for him to truly be her protector. You know, and then we're going to get back to the whole, the whole intrigue of who, which one of them really wants the, the crown or the throne and how do they work together to achieve that. Um, that you know, Next week will give us a lot of that, I'm sure. Next on the list, though, of the dead, uh, Theon finally um, meeting his hero's end, getting what he wanted, you know, being told by Bran, you're a good man. Yeah. And thank you. I just, I love oh, that moment.
0: Yeah. Oh and my just God. him
1: being told that, you know, him, his, the tear that he, that Alfie Allen again deserves the MVP for acting for this entire show. That guy has just put in the work and put in the the, the moments that just make that character really, really intriguing and interesting to watch. I was interested. If you were Theon in that moment, would you really have charged the Night King? I mean, I it did, seems. I
0: did think that was dumb, but. <laughs> I guess I, you know the odds i mean it's like he i i think that was like a <laughs> uh choosing to go out that yeah way. it wasn't really like i'm gonna take this guy down it was like i'm going out no matter what yeah i'm gonna yeah. go out charging so
1: well and it, it, And he didn't know that aria was and, you know if he hadn't no. done that if he had stayed there he, i mean Arya's shot wouldn't have been as clean exactly was, yeah surprising so it's it's good, but it is sad to see Theon go. But it's, you know, he went out truly as a Stark, protecting Bran, yeah. protecting the homeland, do, you know, yeah. doing his part to, to really to really make this all work out. Um, also, on the Deadpool is the Night King himself. Holy so, shit, man! Now let me ask you this: Were you surprised this was the episode where he died?
0: I, I mean, I was just, I was, uh, uh, yeah, I was so in awe that they were able to hold the tension in that episode all the way to that moment Mm -hmm. and then have it relieved in such a perfect poetic way. Like all the things, you know, uh, Aria fulfilling her destiny, the, the tactical motion of like dropping the dagger into the hand that we'd seen before. Like you pointed out the sort of like, you know, space in the armor where it looked like the children had, had originally shoved the dragon glass. Like all those things was like, Oh shit. Um, I, 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 it's hard to say whether I was surprised because I, like you thought we're roll credits. Like as soon mm-hmm. as they went to the shot where he was pulling the sword out, I guess that's, that was why I, I noted that moment of like, it was like hopelessness, like, nope. And not hopelessness for brand, but hopelessness that I would see the episode <laughs> resolve in a <laughs> satisfactory way.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I really
0: thought like, yep, yeah, roll credits, we're done. I'm not going to see this. It's going to frustrate the shit out of me for another week. And yep. then. I'm so I, glad they
1: did Just the 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 care in. I mean, this was no one person can take credit for this for any of this. Like this was pure this was purely a, a team sport from start to finish. You needed a oh, yeah. very oh, well timed, yeah. you needed a perfect outline, a wonderfully well-timed script. And you needed Sapochnik to take it and really figure out the beats and the moments and the editing that went into that whole moment. Like just oh, the gosh. slow walk of the Night King with that symphony playing behind yeah. him. Just all of this was so just the tension game they played and the the clever game of misdirection. Yeah. And like they weren't holding that tension from beginning till end was just oh.
0: i I've, I'm sure we've noted this before. It is so it's gotta be so hard for the show creators and directors to surprise us in really cinematically satisfying ways. Like not everybody can just jump out of a closet, you know? Mm-hmm. So to do a misdirect so well with john almost making it you know past the dragon and then mm-hmm. almost doing it again and and it just gave us enough time where not that we'd forgotten that aria had run away but she wasn't top of mind you know it was mm-hmm. enough like sleight of hand that when
1: well i thought she was gonna burn down winterfell i honestly thought that's where <sighs> she was headed she's like she knew some like well maybe there's some callback or something that i'm not remembering and she's gonna like light it all into flames and and kill them on so I was thinking she was, you know, working on some other bigger plan and then when she came out of nowhere yeah. and just shivved him and the fact that he blew up immediately. I was thinking, oh, maybe oh, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. going to be like a oh, like perfect. extended thing where I don't know, like all the heroes come and stab him or something. I, I who knows. And then he just immediately crumbled into glass and so the whole thing was just over as it just that part of the plan that they had set up worked exactly as they had hoped it's like we kill him everything goes down that's exactly what
0: happened yeah and i i'm, I'm glad you said that too because that was another thing that was kind of surprised me in the moment was we heard that plan last week and we talked about it on the show of like ah you know is this like too video game-ish or something like how do they already why do they think that they killed a big boss and everyone else collapses but that on that too, not that that was out of my mind. Like during the episode, like I kept th- thinking, like you got to take him down. Whatever you do, you got to take him down. But um, I, it didn't feel contrived or anything. You know, it didn't feel like I, I, I don't know. I just didn't see it like, uh, I, you know, in a video game sense in the moment. Like I saw it as real dramatic. Yeah. Of like. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what it was is when Arya finally stabs him. It felt like you're saving Bran at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. You're not necessarily like saving John and like having all the other, you know, whites drop. Which, although I knew that it still felt like an Aria Bran moment, not yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Ooh, good call. Cause yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like I'm the one that will end all of this. It was like I'm saving my brother.
0: Yeah. And I think if John had made it like before the he's before the Night King woke up the whites, or if Jon saw him starting to do that and rushed him instantly and got into a melee out there with the Night King, mm-hmm. then we would have seen it more as like the you know contrivance to get them all to collapse. You know, yeah. kill, you got to kill the Night King in this moment to get all these other dead to collapse. But because of the way it happened, you know, just the framing of it and the, like just the shooting of it and everything, you know, we weren't you weren't aware of the whole crowd of. Of uh whites standing around the godswood at that moment. So, yeah, yeah. Were you really, sc- really, I mean,
1: that. I was a little bit not disappointed, but like, oh, I guess not. I kind of did want that classic sword fight between the night king and John something where it's like these two guys have been at at each other's throats now and instead it was almost like the 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 night king's like yeah you're not all that dude and then even to the point where he started raising his hands again it's like remember this move buddy yeah john's like oh shit He starts running fast which thank god like john's first inclination is not to just stand there and watch it but to be like i gotta get i gotta get there now and he, (laughs) he did try god bless him he did try but just the fact that the night king's like I don't have time for you. Like, who do you think you are? It was, in fact, it was a great, you almost could read the subtext into that by him going, it's almost like the night King goes, you really think this guy is a High? Ha ha ha. No, yeah. he's no, he's not. This
0: is not. It, <laughs> or you just could, see the Night King start to raise his arms and go, "I can't believe you fell for this again."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even like he has almost kind of like a smug little smile. Yeah, a lot of times I don't know if that was on t- on purpose or just the way the actor's resting bitchy face is. Yeah, but he man. just kind of had this like glib sort of like whatever. So yeah, when it was actually Arya, the one that nobody expected, that one that he never expected, it was just yeah. like, holy crap, what an amazing, ugh, ugh. And then, of yeah. course, we have final final death uh, of the night was Melisandra herself after bringing it and having just these, oh, man. she had so many amazing moments, so many good moments. Yeah, God, it was like I'm like this is why she's a character for all of this, and then to have her die, uh, you know, by her own hand essentially, and to have Davos watch it so that yeah. he knew he's like it, it, he's like okay. I got my satisfaction, or at least I know she did keep her word. She did die by dawn, so that's done. Yeah, now.
0: I had this weird thought during that moment, too, of of realizing like how you know it, the characters would have to piece this together afterwards.
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: yeah. you know, Arya would say, well, I saw her in this room with the hound, and she told me this. And then, yeah, Davos is the one who says, yeah, she took this necklace off, and I watched her wither into an old woman in the snow. Mm-hmm. Like, well I don't know. I was just uh yeah, it was very appropriate that he watched that whole thing happen.
1: And he got yeah. his I mean he got the visceral feeling of 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 justice yeah. from from her having, you know, basically been responsible for killing a bunch of people he loves and knows. So it's it's it was yeah. really satisfying to see that, but it also, you know, now that I know the episode title, it's more poetic when yep. the last shot of this whole thing was dawn. The night is over. Yeah. Oh, and man. it starts with her showing up, and it ends with her dying, going, you know, walking out and kind of turning into snow. I, did she turn into snow, or did she just crumple over and die? It I it d-
0: of- was a little weird. Like I sort of envisioned her actually like turning into a skeleton at that point because she mm. definitely seemed to sort of melt or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So big question here, uh, which is maybe hopefully good that we can just end on. How much of this do you think George R. R. Martin had planned? Do you think Arya is Azor high in the book? Great books? question.
1: I was thinking about that while I was waiting for us to record. I'm like, is this what? Is this how the books are going to end? I am guessing that if he gets to the end of the books, if he manages to finish the series, it's not going to be Arya that kills the Night King, or the battle that we saw is is does not happen. It's it'll be something very different. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't see I don't see how it could be satisfying reading the books or writing the books from his perspective if if it's just a rehash of this. It's yeah. got to be something new and interesting or otherwise why put in the time? Why bother?
0: But I but I, on this, you know, by the same token, I think like if he changes it because he's trying not to do what the show does, then it's that seems way too deliberately yeah, but- different. Think like, about
1: all the stuff he he conjured that the show has never even touched. Jane Poole, um, Aegon, Ag- the, you know, the fake Aegon, all these things that the show has <laughs> never even touched once, that he's, you know, three or four books into. I mean, there's it. I'm guessing the books are gonna be, you know, they'll have characters we know and love and will be thematically similar, but it will be its own pocket universe of this world that. It's like an alternate history of what could have happened. This, the ending, you know, we may get to the same destination, but it's going to be very different. He may even have the Night King go to King's Landing, for all we know. Who knows?
0: I there's so in the after the episode, Benioff and Weiss, one of them I can't remember which is which drops this little nugget about. He says something like, "Well, we rewound Arya's story and did something," and he says it in this way of like, "Wait, do you mean you kind of retconned and decided she would be a Zora High, or do you mean?" All the references, like a literal rewind of you know, uh, I know what he was talking about, Sylvia Pharrell, and whatever. What what do you think?
1: I I know he was because he he was when he was saying that they were showing scenes of of Maisie Williams in like season one. He was talking about when she was in the haunted house that it was it. This episode mm. needed to take her from this badass, you know, this badass warrior back to this like little girl. So we had fun rewinding her as a character gotcha. back to when she wasn't a skill cuz she just got her she just smacked her head into a stone wall. I thought she was dead right there and then by the way. Oh, yeah. She smacked when that White Walker just smacked her her head in. I'm like, "Oh, there goes Arya." Um, thank god that wasn't the case. But I think that's what they were referring to is that she's now she's not she's not at all at 100%. She's got a she's got a basically like li- figure her way through this and she's scared for once again she hasn't been sca- truly scared for a while now she is and that was that was that whole haunted house scene where she had to sneak around and you truly felt that she was yeah worried she's like i may not make out of, make it out of this
0: yeah i there were i yeah i i loved all the the visual um you know throwbacks like that was to me all of the cat chasing that mm. Sil- Silvio farrell had her do you Yeah, know, like when she runs down to the crypts at King's Landing and overhears, uh, you know, uh, whatever his name, Mopatis and uh, Varys talking about Mm, mm -hmm. spying on the the, um, Daenerys. Um, I have one quick moment that I
1: forgot to mention. Oh yeah. yeah. That was uh, maybe kind of chuckle when the dragon battle is going on. At what like the first thing the Night King does, like when Daenerys is up there attacking, the first thing he does is whips out that javelin again. Oh my god, yeah. Get the hell out of there. Like exactly. He's he's like, Well, time to pull this trusty my trusted javelin out again. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. And there was another moment where he was on the ground after she tries to burn him and he whips it out again and he chucks it. I'm like, is he gonna turn another dragon in this episode? It was just whenever he has that javelin, I just I tensed up. Far more
0: just because we knew what happened last time. Uh, oh, so point of order. Do we have one dragon left? And that's it.
1: <sighs> that's a great question. I think
0: so. I think, I think that one died. I, I don't know. I, What's if the we one see... that
1: protected Danny at the end? Was that the one she was riding?
0: Good question. I don't know. I, I did. I did really love that shot of just all the whites falling out of the sky everywhere. That was Oof. so fucking creepy. Um, but such a good like cut from the from the dragon dropping them
1: when they were still uh, when you mean oh I oh yeah when John's
0: had, running through the castle and it's like just dead people are just falling from the sky because the dragon's shaking them off. Well, I, I thought
1: guess. it was that, but I thought it was also um, as he was running through, they were just pouring over the wall. Like, yeah, wait,
0: wait. I think that too. Yeah, um, they're just um, they, yeah, crazy.
1: they're just falling from all over. Yeah, it was that was a that was a crazy visual. Ugh, that was just man. that the practical effects on this episode really made me miss movies that were this intense you know this was it's gonna be a weird reference but and obviously this is this is far better as a piece of cinema than than Robin Hood Prince of Thieves but if you think back to Robin (laughs) Hood Prince of Thieves
0: yes the Kevin Costner
1: vehicle (laughs) that I actually really like as a movie if you're a child of the 80s and you were you know 10 or older in the early 90s you'll probably like this movie but there is that whole that whole attack the castle at the end is all there's no CGI in there at all. So you get to see how the camera moves through a real physical space and how yeah. real actors have to fight their way through actual hallways with long swords, and just it felt much more um accurate to what medieval battles were probably like. And so this episode really touched on a lot of those things where you're like, Oh, this is this is so refreshing. It's not just CGI exploding everywhere and just you know CGI things hitting other CGI things with CGI weapons, and that just that gets old after a while. Yeah. And and, you know, Endgame had its moments where it really made good use of that. But this was not the time
0: right. yeah. for that. Here. I, I, so, yeah, totally agree. I I can't believe that they delivered on all those promises, because as you mentioned, <sighs> we read this article like months ago about like all the actors talking about this battle. And yeah. And yeah, to, to like, you know, you always know there's some publicity, you know, PR kind of hype to things like that. But it really it felt like, wow, that they're dead right. Like that was amazing. That was um, amazing.
1: So now three episodes to go. Obviously, um, it's it's going to be all about King's Landing, the build up to that, and probably if if uh, next week is is uh, is Nutter again directing, and then Saposhnik directs episode five. So mm-hmm. chances are that's a battle, and then six is Benioff and Weiss themselves yeah. directing.
0: What do you What do you think's coming up? What are you I, What are I you have predicting? no idea. This melted my brain. <laughs> the past few weeks, I've just I've really melted my brain, especially having this happen during the game week, which yeah. I almost went to see again today. Figuring, oh, wow. well, I'll get out and there'll be forty five minutes before Game of Thrones. I'm so glad I didn't do that. <laughs> a- if I had just had it my own butt thon of like watching, you know, a three hour movie and then this Game of Thrones, two very emotional vehicles, that would have been too much. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I I obviously you you must have watched the like short preview. Oh, by the way, we didn't even mention no previously on Game of Thrones before this yeah, episode. That no pre-roll. Honestly, I think frightened the shit out of me. <laughs> like that already put my anxiety like way up. <laughs> like, what were they gonna show you? Like the know, last episode they're all like
1: just just a montage of it, we're all gonna die. We're gonna die. I'll be dead in the morning. We're all gonna die. Like, I mean, yeah. what else can you say? It's again, it's gonna be really satisfying watching this. Right after that last episode, where yeah. you have that just tension build up, and then there's no fiddling around, it's just here we go, right into it, boom! It picks up immediately where that last episode
0: leaves off. Oh man, oh man, I just anyway, uh, I don't really know what to expect. So, on next, what we saw in the like preview of the next episode is Cersei and Euron like a overseeing lot. some stuff, yeah, yeah, and then a lot it of looked, shots, of them, it looked like him. Like formally proposing? Did I miss or read something I don't into know. that? I'm so over you're on. Yeah, um, and we see Daenerys giving this speech about, "Hey, we, we've won w- w- the hardest war, now we're going to." We win won the, the great war. The great, now yeah. we shall
1: win the last war. Yeah.
0: Which I uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I, I had mixed feelings about that being Daenerys saying that well, because let's... a lot of my questions are about what are the positions of sansa john and daenerys when the dust settles from this plus i'm sure that's a great who's, who's taking care of all percent. these dead bodies
1: yeah that are going to stay dead this time they don't have like, to like
0: just fucking move like you're <laughs> never going to clean that up go away like that well the
1: dragon killed half the castle too so it's that's oh caved in yeah it's gonna be that's gonna be fascinating i here's my question What how in the hell are they gonna fight Cersei now when all the Dothraki are gone and most of the the Unsullied, Yeah, for sure. That was her that was her play. They're those are all gone now. So she does need the north to truly pull this off. Um, wow, there's she's got dragons, but that's not I always wonder with as long as Quiburn's alive, those dragons aren't immortal. Yeah, he's gonna have some kind of weird scheme.
0: We saw um oh sorry we did not see unless you did and i missed it we did not see lord royce so i do wonder if the veil if the riders of the veil left to defend the veil <laughs>
1: we're getting the hell out of here <laughs> well
0: i like as a strategic move that they just didn't want to tell us about because it would you know
1: yeah it would we would plant that in seen... our heads well it's like what's
0: but <laughs> he was definitely like...
1: by himself just like
0: He was prominently featured in the last two episodes and then just not in this one.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we see him with the council at the end, like next week, I'm going to be a little bit like, wait a second. No, 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 no. He (laughs) he, he he wasn't in the crypt and he wasn't on the field. He can't just magically have had a a, a miraculous escape. Yeah, I like that because they they showed up late to the Battle of the Bastards. So maybe they're just like, hey, look. (laughs) We are. We're gonna. Well, we need a contingency plan here. If this all goes to, goes to hell, the members of the Vale need to be the ones in charge here. We are the yeah. the virtuous people.
0: And I a, mean, on one hand, like, what good were horses going to be against this anyway? You know, they're like a they're a yeah, cavalry. They still,
1: they still uh, yeah. sent the goddamn Dothraki to their dude Right, right, right. What
0: what good were white people on horses? <laughs> <laughs> I wow. mean, wow. I, I I yeah. You I, may I, have I just something. got. I, I can't get over that too. When it's like you had like the most powerful, like <laughs> cavalry, like, or cavalry, sorry. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, maybe
1: they thought, I mean, remember back to the episode where they first attacked the Lannister, uh, army moving the, the, yeah. the gold and everything that was, that was Vicious. terrifying. If you were on the Lannister side of things and it was impressive as hell to see just this murderous horde, um, so you you ride over the hill, so you almost think, well, maybe with the flaming swords and they're all amped up, maybe they'll happen again, but oof.
0: Yeah. Did not. <laughs> no. And someone plants that in our head, right? Like some one of the characters says something about, you know, this horde is frightening. Like you've never yeah. seen them fight. They're Was that Jamie or Yeah? Or there's, there's it's been yeah.
1: mentioned a few times, like just yeah. how awesome the Dothraki are. So here's a great question. Does the does Essos now have are there no Dothraki uh hordes left? on an essos at all like are there just some women and some kids are, is there anybody left are they gone as a as a race are they wiped out
0: yeah i this was basically uh um yeah a genocide i mean Jesus. <laughs> arranged by, by a white lady <laughs> who was a slave for two hours yeah yeah <laughs> she oh my god yeah
1: that's Uh, a whole you know honest trailers could do some really fun stuff with that as a theme i mean if i were in
0: college i would be right or even mad mad white woman for sure like this is that was so so crazy to watch that that. is a good paper all right so yeah yeah, especially that you pointed out that like (laughs) jorah rides back oh yeah he does he makes it oh my god what if ghost came back too? like just not even sweating it like hey i'm i'm white of course i made it out (laughs) If
1: Ghost um, is still somehow alive next week, I'm gonna be a little annoyed too. It's like, well, wait, he we
0: you can't just really, hand
1: wave him back whenever you want. I know.
0: I don't I I feel like they're really we're giving him too much of an excuse with this, like it's difficult to CGI that dog or whatever. Like that's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. y- you you have got dragons flying around. You can make a wolf. Come on. Yeah. Um sorry, we've gotten way off uh off topic. I, I think we should wrap up. I'm sure Let's we'll have it. more to say. Uh where could people find us?
1: Well, you can find this show anywhere you find podcasts. Search for Wednesday in Westeros and subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, Also, look for our sister show, Panelism. Search for Panelism or visit Panelism.ink. That's Panelism.ink where you'll find episodes as well as Panelism.ink on Instagram. We uh, post a lot of cool stuff about comics and movies and Game of Thrones while it's still going on. So check all that out let us know what you think uh tell your friends if there's something you want to see or hear let us know we've got three episodes left before Woo. this is all said and done and i man it's it's i can't believe we're already three weeks in it's going yeah. so
0: fast on this week of panelism we'll be talking about endgame so there you go um and we will do it at least i think it, there won't be spoilers for a, a five minutes <laughs> yeah
1: that that'll episode. be an <laughs> intentionally spoilery like it, yeah. if you only listen to that episode if you've seen the movie please
0: yeah I think we'll give some like a little you know this this was our overall impression and then we'll dive right in so. Yeah,
1: there'll be a warning a clear warning and then yeah so go watch it if you haven't yet uh, and if you just don't care that's fine too but be warned
0: excellent well until next week seven blessings to you all
1: and Azora hi to you Todd
0: Still theoretically could be cold for ten years.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. and they don't have
0: any supplies at winter. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. a good point. Yeah, you're right. And wow. They have so many dead bodies. I mean, <sighs> that's like when I—I I think there's no way to like perfectly clean an apartment. So when it's it <laughs> caked and filth, <laughs> I just move out. I'm like, no, the deposit <laughs> will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that metaphor.
1: Just bring just that up, just up again next week. Move out, point.
0: Sansa. <laughs>